Welcome back guys to your latest episode of Boots Off TV. I'm your host as always, Dell, and I'm joined by my co-founder and a very, very happy Liverpool fan tonight, Ed Robinson, mate. How you doing, bro? I'm good, Dell. I'm good, Dell. Just watched uh, the Mighty Reds get a good 4-0 win against Crystal Palace and that's that's that one big step forward. Liverpool looked mm. as solid as they have done at their best uh, for all season and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, as you can tell, I'm, I'm, I'm in a good mood and bubbly and uh, it's, it's so close now, it's so mm. close. I bet, mate, you can taste it now. It's probably at that level now. You're like, that's it, man. Did, that's it. Like, it, it could be realistic tomorrow. It could happen tomorrow. And yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's. I'm looking forward to chilling down tomorrow, watching the game, seeing how it unfolds, and mm. I'll, I'll definitely be cracking open a few beers <laughs> if we pull that. Or if, if uh, Chelsea do us a favour and we get the win. I wouldn't be expecting anything less if I'm honest with you, Ed. Man, um, <laughs> just to go over it, mate. So, Palace have been a team in which. If we look oh, at God, the, yeah. the the seasons in which Liverpool were close to winning the league, mm. a lot of the times you can look at games against Crystal Palace in which were sort of the the focal point of say where their season started to fall off or mm. maybe things. Um, it, especially, um, I'd say last season, obviously a point in which there's a few games in which you could look at Palace is probably one of them. Um, but you look at Palace and they're a team in which Liverpool struggled with and I think today yeah. it showed that nothing is stopping you guys from winning that title and there is yeah. nothing. When it comes to Palace, there's two games that stick out. The uh, the 2014 one where we were chasing down City and uh, we had the 3-0 and we were pushing mm. for more goals and then uh, obviously that Dwight Gale moment where he, he scored and then and, and, and they, they got back to 3 and Suarez, Gerrard basically in tears. But that, that one sticks out to me as well is another one that uh, they ruined for us was uh, Gerard's last ever game at Anfield yeah. was against Palace and they went and beat us at that as well so they, they took two big moments and they've they, and like you said a bogey team like they've got one mm. that we fared up too well against even last year they, they gave us a really hard game when, when the title was getting into crunch time with Man City but yeah today was it was such a uh, like great performance because after Everton it, they, it, mm. the team looked a little bit like they were they, they weren't quite on, on, on the they looked a bit deflated to start didn't they um, yeah and it was, it was a bit was of a it. dull game the last one mm. against Everton wasn't really the Liverpool that we'd been used to seeing and obviously mate it was the first game back you can't really expect yeah. them to come out all guns blazing especially in the Merseyside mm. derby as well like let's be honest if you're going to come back first game back Merseyside derby you can't look and say right let's put our strongest team out and essentially mm. risk the rest of the season I understand mm. you guys have knocked out Europe and whatever else so you haven't got to worry about August or whatever but even more so Obviously, Klopp's not going to put his strongest team out. He's going to want to give guys a run out, and yeah. I feel like today was kind of I. I spoke about it with Will earlier, in which the team in which power there was a statement, and I believe it was the same from yourselves today. It was basically mm. like putting the ball in City's court and saying, "Checkmate!" Like it's yeah, all over to yeah. you guys now. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it, it's really good to see, like. If it was a 1-0 victory, um, we wouldn't be sat here saying the same things because it would be kind of like a stumble to the title almost. Uh, and we were saying the other day in which it would be nice to see them kind of show us the Liverpool in which has got them to where they are. Um, and yeah. I feel like they really did show that tonight. Because I think a lot of people are starting to think of Liverpool being found out a bit. Like You get a lot of the time when a team's dominant for so mm. long. Like I think the one that yeah, comes to my mind is... Uh, 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 Conte managing Chelsea they had that great system that no one could beat until the next season where everyone sussed in everyone was starting to feel like maybe Liverpool mm. weren't uh, as good as they were before because even when we were winning games we were only just winning games and back end of uh, the before the the, the break uh, due to the virus um, we'd we lost six out of well no we lost four out of six games 
mm. uh, in all competitions. So people were starting to think that. And so to get a win like this, where Ast- uh, no, where Aston Villa, where when uh, Crystal Palace didn't even touch the ball in our in our got uh, in our box, mm. they didn't even they didn't even trouble Allison, didn't even get near him. So uh, so be that defensively sound, create so many mm. chances, play so well in, in knocking the ball around, and and uh, yeah, we we were fantastic. There. They they couldn't get near us. Some players absolutely shone and showed why they're up there in the top of the world uh, elite. And uh, another thing I really liked, uh, and, and it's really down to the uh, the five sub format of what we got is we started off with our strongest possible eleven, but then we were able to give the likes of Harvey Elliott and Nico Williams and mm. and, and even Minamino, uh, who, who who are these players who can now maybe even get the five games in to get a medal. That it'll be great to see them get and and, mm. and, 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 and develop more as Liverpool players. Yeah. It's- it is really good to see, man. Obviously, mm. with the United game earlier, we we made five subs towards the end, and someone in which just got a bit of stick this season, which was Pereira. He'd actually performed really well in our warm up games, um, so mm. it would have, it was good to kind of get. I know it wasn't a long run out, and it wasn't enough time to sort of have an impact on the game. The game was essentially already done by that point. Um, but it was good to see these guys kind of getting their chance, and it was the same with the Liverpool youngsters because they've been called upon time and time again this season. And it's yeah. good to kind of see because it's like if these guys are kind of stepping up when Klopp needs them to. If mm. where, for example, when Liverpool were at the Club World Cup, um, and when they've got games in Europe, and when they've got cup semi-finals, etc., these are the guys that sort of step in. So yeah. it. It would be nice to see them rewarded, wouldn't it? You, like to get, they, I think they will do because I think they're all they're, they're part of that same more. team, man. Mm. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah, these guys I think will start to play more. You saw that he's done it now, and then I think once we've got mm. it wrapped up, they're here play them all even more. The Elliots and, yeah. the, and the Williams and the Curtis Joneses, and, and they're great players. And, and and Williams especially, I know Alex was touching upon yeah. it when we'd done a previous podcast with Al, uh, how good he is, and then we were sort of laughing at that. How can he get over Trent? And uh, that is true. Like he's he's, he's about the same age as Trent Alexander Arnold, and they're both absolute class players. But knowing that we've got him there, who's another absolute talent, and and and, and my personal favourite is is Harvey Elliott, Chelsea born. Uh, so he's a, he's a, he's a local yeah. lad from here, playing for <laughs> Liverpool. Um, so it's uh, it's yeah, it's great to see Liverpool were, were, were top notch today, and mm. uh, I, I think one player I think we really need to give a shout out to. There was everyone was fantastic, but uh, uh, Fabinho uh, earlier in the season he was fantastic, had an injury, and he sort of was struggling yeah. to get back in the team again due to how well the team were playing at that point. But when he has games like that, it's like you, you think he's one of the elite level players in that position. He's not like a Fernandinho, maybe not quite as good as what a Peter Prime Fernandinho would have been mm. in terms of the defensive side, but. We can also uh, score a goal, as you saw in this game, in the City game, with uh, long-range shots and, and the passing accuracy he's he's had. Not just obviously with that one with Salah, but all season he he, he loves that little that little like sort of toe poke one that just nips over the defence and sort of yeah. drops perfectly. And it's it's it, it, he was outstanding. When it happens today, time and time match. again, it gets to the point where it's not an accident, isn't it? That's it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and with Fabinho, you see, like you touched on that game against City. What a goal that was! Like, yeah. come on, and he—he's not a player that's renowned for striking from distance and scoring yeah. well. Maybe he should now. <laughs> yeah, may I? You know, if you're mm. putting the ball away like that, there's no way you can't gain a bit of respect for your long-range shooting. Like, I expect he's rating to go up next season on FIFA, um, and I feel like there's a lot of Liverpool players that will be up there as well. Yeah, yeah, gotta love that. Good to see Trent get on the score sheet as well, though, wasn't it? Um, oh, mate, that free obs- kick. Yeah. Free kick. I, th- I think Carragher said it best Beckham-esque exactly Beckham-like free kick that and do you know what the scary thing is we were speaking about Aaron Wan-Bissaka earlier as well and yeah. Trent has to be the start in England right back no doubt about that yeah right yeah, no, 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 I but get it. if we're looking at technically gifted players who can take free kicks deliverables we've got the thing is, which I will say 
Everything that Wan-Bissaka and Trippier can do, uh, they are the two people who I would say would, I'm not saying they would displace Trent, but would even come within the conversation of in England's right-back berth, okay? Mm. Right, if Trent playing... has to pay, yeah, if you if there's no Trent, they yeah. are the two players oh, who oh, would be oh, in conversation. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Carl Walker's sort of taken a step back from England mm. a little bit, even though he's still More a into that centre-back right role as well. Um, yeah, yeah, that was interesting. Well, I, 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 I think I've said it before in here, like, I could see Wan-Bissaka doing it. If he did that with... Um, with uh, Walker in the World Cup, why not try that maybe with Wan Bissaka? Because Wan Bissaka is uh, defensively is very very sound. If you were going to have maybe Trent on the on the wing back role, um, not if you not if Gra- not if you Graham Soonis, man, not if you Graham Soonis, unfortunately. No, no well, Graham Soonis, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I like Wan Bissaka. He's just I think he's just got to have an unlucky that if Trent remains as a right back, which. I reckon one re. I've always thought he would, and I think he. I think he should because he is so good there. But you never know with Nico Williams coming through for England and knowing, in, uh, sorry for for Liverpool, and knowing that maybe Wan-Bissaka could be there for England. Uh, you might see him potentially uh, uh, mm. be tried out in other positions, and and, and you know he could do it because like as you Mate. as you touched upon, gifted natural technical ability is there. He's shown up with a free kick. He's shown mm. up with a free kick. He's shown up with his delivery, and as a defender. Even like one of my favourite right backs of all time, and I spoke, we spoke about him, and Ed, it pains you to say it because he's a United legend, but Gary Neville, oh, yeah. one of my favourite right backs of all time, never did anything skillful, never did anything crazy, mm. just done the simple things beautifully. Yeah. And I, I loved that era of football, and I really did, but that was an era of football in which we can say England really underperformed. Mm, Whereas I feel like. The football has progressed, especially in English football as well, in which we're playing more technical football, we're playing a better style of football, a more advanced mm. style of football. And I feel like when you've got players like Trent in there, players like Wan-Bissaka, because let's be honest, Trent is very good going forward, he's, he's good defensively, he's got a delivery. Wan-Bissaka yeah. could do those things as well, but Trent does it on a far greater level. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. Well, I think, I think Trent has, he, he has sort of got that world class about him. Exactly. He, he seems like he's a he's a level, and, and having for England as well as some of the other gifted England players who we've touched upon in the past really does shine well for for us. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how things develop with that. But um, well, one thing I'll, I want to say again about uh, about this game and what we've what we've all known, but it was great to see it again. Was that uh, that front three link up, uh, yeah. that fourth goal especially, Dale? I, I bet I bet even even as a United fan watching that, you thought that was a bit of that was a bit gift uh, like, a gift of a performance from them three. The, great from the front three as always mm. and like with Salah I do get onto his back sometimes because I feel like there there are instances in which he, he can yeah. play more passes and I feel like he does become greedy from time to time but like mm. we said he's earned his right to do that in that Liverpool team he's taken them just from strength to strength and with the players around him he's done that and I feel yeah. like a player who is just I speak about him time and time again and there is no, I don't think they'll ever get to a point where I'm bored of speaking about it, but Mane my yeah, god man fantastic. my god like, if we're talking about if we're saying look at any player in the Premier League right mm. any player in the Premier League who has had a bigger jump in say performances over the past two seasons I don't think you can give me any player yeah, well, yeah, Mane's definitely one of the names you'd put in that hat. Because when he joined from Southampton, I thought, yeah, he's good, but he's not world class. But He was scoring goals at Southampton, but let's be honest, his, his statistics weren't, say, out of this mm. world. They weren't substantial. But yeah. of the thing in which we need to realise is Klopp sees something in players. Okay, mm. And the thing is with Klopp, he signs players for his system. He doesn't sign players on their ability. 
And yeah. that is really evident. Is that when he brings in a player, he's not bringing in a player just because he's bringing in the player for a reason and to have a role within that team. Definitely, another manager agree. that really does that is someone like Pep. And when yeah. you've got those managers that can really man manage not just a player but an entire squad, an entire club, say. Yeah, these I, are think, the I think them that two are the ones who can do that. Like, like you just mm. pinpointed there, Pep and. Uh, and Klopp and, yeah. uh, and, and Klopp's done that across the, the whole team if you look exactly. at all of them they, they were all players who were good before but then he made them great and they were, and then they've, they've come and they've, they've suited so well like let's look at Fabinho for example when he was signed mm. for Monaco I was thinking like oh, okay yeah he's good but we needed that sort of that, that ball winning uh, set that gritty getting stuck in set defensive because Emery Chan was leaving as well wasn't that's, he? That's he, it, he was yeah, a player exactly. that, that you could look and say if he let, if he didn't leave, would Liverpool still mm. be in the same position? You you don't know because that Fabinho signing ended up being a blessing in disguise. Yeah, be, being a being a revolutionary uh, for for that that centre midfield. Mm. I didn't actually think he was going to be as good as he was, and he, he yeah. is fantastic. And and then just going back to the uh, the front three because when, when you were touched upon them, you, you made a great point at uh, uh, touching about Salah and. Uh, how he sort of had the right to earn his, his sport and earn what he can do on the pitch. And sometimes a lot of people give a seller a bit of stick, I think, uh, too much or, or maybe don't rate him as much as the other two. But I think what mm. he's shown and what the other two show as well is that when one of them are missing, and like you saw that with Salah missing mm. against Everton, there is a massive gap and there's a massive change in going forward. I think when they're all yeah. playing, that then it's trouble for any team. And I, I'd love to see that, that, that team take on... It's a shame we're out of the Champions League because I'd love to have seen that front three take on the likes of the Bayern Munichs and that... Yeah. It, in the Champions League especially with the one match knockout format that's going to be going down so uh, but uh, yeah it, it was a overview all round outstanding performance and uh, weirdly enough I kind of hope that we don't win it tomorrow I, I wouldn't mind seeing City beat Chelsea and then have that big che- uh, Liverpool versus um, Man City game next Thursday because that game will be <laughs> exciting to watch and to win it against City after City over the last decade have mm. denied us on the last day of the season twice by uh, by winning the title, I, I think it's sort of like it's all like it's meant to be that. So I'm I'm actually kind of hey, weirdly rooting for City tomorrow. This is weird for me, man, because mm. this is my, the most uncomfortable position as a United fan I have ever been put in. <laughs> but you've got to say it. It's one of them. It's like, do I want City to win? Mm. Okay. It prolongs things, and then City get done by Liverpool to win the title. Mm. Okay. Then again, as a United fan, you've got to want Chelsea to lose, surely, for your, for exactly. your, own, for your own sake. But this is what I'm saying. From my perspective, from the heartbreak, because obviously I grew up watching football in an era where City weren't around, man. No, like, that's what we we didn't grow we didn't grow up on Man City. Like City were a mid-table relegation, even yeah. Championship team. Well, it was that's League it. One then. Mm. Yeah, 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 and. So for me, it would be nice to see Liverpool obviously get there, but it would also be nice to see Liverpool do it in a great way because there's a very, 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 very sad memory of mine in which City won the league off us with pretty much the last kick of the season due to a certain Mr. Mr. Aguero. I don't know if if you saw it, mate. A couple of people have seen it here and there. Um, But to see that and to see Liverpool do... City over in that way it would yeah. just be great man um, because... either way because uh, just say uh, it's one tomorrow I'm not going to be like oh it would have been nice to do that because then we'll just go to that City game we'll get a nice guard of honour from Manchester City going into the uh, Etihad so yeah. that will still be quite nice Ed, but... if, if you had to decide mate guard of honour or beating them I'll, 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 take, I'll, I'll take beating them I'll take beating them mm. yeah 
Plus, good I really man, want to see man. Wolves get Champions League, and I don't want to oh. see Chelsea get it. So it's like it's like a bit of a double whammy. But it's, it's not like it's a close. If it was a close, like if, if even it was within like ten points, I'd be like, no, I'd want Chelsea to win. I want to be done. But obviously, yeah. that wouldn't be the case if uh, at this point in the season. But knowing that it's all in the bag, I would like to see us win it against City. It's, it's like it's meant yeah. to be winning it against a team that has stopped you from winning. It. It's like it's like dethroning them. Yeah. So, but uh, if if I'm honest, like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say this right. Mm-hmm. If Chelsea lose tomorrow, I reckon Chelsea finish sixth. Okay. If Chelsea finish sixth, in my eyes, Wolves finish fifth. Okay. Mm. United finish fourth. Okay. City don't get Champions League. Wolves get Champions League. I'd love to see Wolves get Champions Mate, League. Mate, that that is how I see the season panning out. The only that. thing that's going to affect it is that last bit. Obviously, if City get told they can't play in Europe, if they yeah. can't play in Europe and Wolves get Champions League, oh, well, that would be cool. I'd like to see Imagine Wolves get Nuno, the fourth place. Would, and, uh, obviously, he's he's literally been in the Europa League, and look hmm. at the talent he's been able to bring to that team. Yeah. And, now and now you put Champions League be, football there, yeah. now look what he can do. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the worry for them that, that they might have. If they don't get Champions League, mm. there's, there's that, always that worry that they might potentially get raided yeah. for some of their top talent. But you, when that when that Champions League's there, that might be the incentive for all those players like the, the trial race, the, the Jimenez, the uh, Ruben Neves to say, no, I'm, I'm at least having one more season because I've got to do this part of the journey with Wolves. So, uh, It'll be like walking they're, they're, all the way to the pub, mate, team. getting to the bar and then just turning around, going home and cracking open a beer in the fridge. <laughs> that's yeah. literally what it would be. If they left at that point, that is what it would be doing. Yeah, it would yeah. just be like, you've made the entire journey, you might as well enjoy it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's Ed, nice just wanted to yeah, say, though. mate, absolutely loving the shirt, man. Absolutely. No, mate, I've got my retro on today as well. Well, so. mate, yeah, your, your one, your one's uh, pretty good as well. Uh, that, that, that you've, you've had the, uh, the you got the blue one with United, so uh, but they're, they're great having the retro ones. And I've got the, uh, the the this season shirt in there somewhere. This one's from uh, uh, a couple of seasons ago. But so I'm gonna have the last time we won the league, and then yeah. now the time that we're gonna win the league. So it's <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's a good thing. So uh, happy days. Eddie, you're gonna have those hung up on hangers with a beer. I, th- yeah, I, I, I think them two are going to take over the two I've got up here behind me right yeah. now so uh, England and the uh, the Champions League final one are going to go and I'm going to get this season's and then the uh, 1990 shirt up and uh, oh yeah plenty of beers plenty of beers again. I've actually got stock up I had a few during the game so I just ran out of my, uh, <laughs> my buds so I've got, I've got to go stock up on Budweiser's um, Ed just to finish up man um, yep. so obviously you, you've spoken about the players in which you think are doing well and it's a great mm-hmm. result for Liverpool today Obviously, evidently you're going to win the league. Yeah. There's going to be a time in which you need to get rid of some players and provide some essential new life into the team. If mm. you can pick, say, three players who you feel will be the ones that you feel should leave, not necessarily will leave, or the ones that you feel like should leave in the first team setup, who would it be? Yeah. Obviously, really not, not counting like your Lalanas because of free contracts, but if, oh, well, if there was players to get rid of. Uh, <laughs> I, I think, I think Lovren's time to come. Yeah, I, I don't think he's he's, he's required anymore. Um, that's a hard one, you know, because I don't want to see any of the others go. I guess I guess Shakiri might not be necessary. He, he could go do better at other places, and yeah. and we we probably will be looking to get other players in that type of position. Yeah. So maybe him. And I tell you what, I can't even think of any others because I, I just I, I, there wouldn't be anyone else. I, I wouldn't even want Shakiri to go. But oh, I, I, I think can't of think of one for else. you, mate. Who are you thinking? Carius. <laughs> Carius, yeah, well, actually, yeah, he, he can do one. <laughs> yeah, we don't need him. We, we don't even need him as backup. I don't even want him as the, the reserve goalie. He's, he's You've not, got he's a good sub goalie anyway. 
Yeah, Adrian. Uh, when, when it comes to sub goalies, he, he's decent. And to be fair to him, I bet he wasn't. <laughs> I bet he was absolutely stunned at how much football he's got this year because he's played low. He's played the Super Cup final. He's, he's played so many. But games. He was probably told, "Look, come, you might. I'll get you five games between now and the end of the season. Yeah. You'll get a Premier League medal." That's <laughs> it. He's got he's got his winners' medal. He, he he played so. There's only one game he had a bit of a shocker in, and that was mm. the one we went out in the Champions League. Besides that, he's been fairly sound and mm. he's done his job this year. And because uh, a lot of people forget as well that. Adrian actually recently, when he played in that game and when he went on that run in the team due to Allison's injury, mm. Adrian wasn't long back from injury himself as well. And then yeah. he ended up getting taking a knock in that run. Like you just have to take that is when you say yeah. like there's well, a did, level of professionalism, almost... isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, no, I, I like him, and I think he deserves he deserves this. Like he's coming to the end of his career. West Ham didn't want him, and I bet they regretted that because they lost Fabianski earlier in the season. Had a nightmare with goalkeepers, but uh, I, 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 I like him in the team, and uh, I guess I guess yeah, they'd be the free I'd let go. I, I hate to see Shaq leave, um, but yeah, I think I think he should leave for his own sake. Uh, but other than that, I love the team. I, I'm always welcome to a few potential uh, additions uh, we don't necessarily need any but it's always good to stay on top especially at how good City look and how good they will be so uh, bring it on man I'm, I'm, I'm ready to it's, finish this season in style there's a few free transfers available um, mm. over this summer are you looking at any of those players and thinking you can come into that Liverpool team not necessarily start but make a difference to the squad obviously you've got players such as Cavani Mounier, mm. um, Mounier. I think he's. Uh, is he? Uh, who picked him? Did someone pick him up? I think someone half decent. Uh, Dortmund. I think might have picked him up. Really? I haven't seen it. Yet. Strong, strong uh, sources. I don't know. I don't think anything's confirmed yet. But strong sources have that uh, Dortmund might have picked him up. Hmm. Uh, I'll tell you one I would have had a few years back, but now I wouldn't wouldn't be interested at all. Was Mario Götze? I know he's leaving Dortmund, but he was one that I always thought I'd love him to come to Liverpool. But uh, he, he's blowing his load now. And Do you know what? Uh, He'd be someone if he went to say a Palace or somewhere like that. Yeah, he could be. He could make a real. Because let's be honest, I know Palace got done today. That's not a bad Palace team. That's no, the best that Palace team's been in years. You got to remember that uh, Mijovojevic didn't get the start because he had a little knock, and then uh, Wilfred Zaha going off early. That, they, they, they were hit a blow like really early on, and that deflated them because they had nothing going forward then. Uh, but, like, so... Let's be honest, great season from Palace though. That really, yeah, like, massively. They're on a, such a low budget as well. Like they're not spending forty million on players. Yeah, they um, they generally have to spend the buy. Hmm. But I think something in which they, I think they're going to be going over an over, overhaul this summer as well. They've got a lot of deadwood in that team. Well, take one from yeah. us. Ben um, Teke just turned out to be nothing. Yeah, they've made a signing already though. Uh, just to finish up on, I think will be really good for oh, Palace. Yeah. It's Ferguson from West Brom, the young fullback. Um, okay, they tried yeah, to sign yeah, him in yeah, January, yeah. and there was a problem with his medical. Essentially, hmm. now he's allowed to walk on a free, and they'll just pay compensation. That's not just quickly to finish up. Sorry, I know I keep saying yeah. we finish up, but there's more. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, so the compensation rule. Um, do you feel like it's something in because essentially it ends up that teams lose more money. The, the obviously your West Broms, they essentially were going to get 11 million for him in January, and probably uh -huh. were getting substantially less than that at, at a tribunal. Right, okay, so it actually works out better for them to uh, to, to make the deal. Yeah. Mm. That's interesting. Well, to be fair, that's 
that, that's something I haven't really thought about before in football. Like, cause you, you, I guess you don't really think about what the, 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 those complications within uh, transfer yeah. uh, transfers going going ahead. But uh, it, that's a, that's a weird one that they, they sort of been forced in to having to sell a player, especially if it's a, well, a no, they're not even player. selling him. So he basically mm. gets to walk on a free transfer. If yeah. you have been trained at a British club um, or your club. Mm. Beyond uh, for a certain amount of years, and the players under eighteen or eighteen, then a compensation needs to be paid to the club which trained him. So that's where from in this instance. But they were going to get eleven million, and they'll probably be lucky to get five in a tribunal. Right, fucking hell, that's uh, yeah. that's, that's that's an interesting one. That, but uh, no, that's harsh on, on on them. But I guess that's that's what William was sort of saying before. You will maybe sell your players before you uh, you get yourself into those positions. You don't well, want to you end up with Ryan Fraser, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. That's it. But uh, that's that's an interesting development. Right, Ed, that's a wrap for today, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'll allow you to get some sleep and enjoy the rest yep. of your beers. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure as always. We've had some great games on today, great results for United and Liverpool and can't wait for the rest of the week. So stay up to date with all of our socials. Check the link in our description um, and we'll be bringing you more content soon. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys.